It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I talk about the ceiling for the Sixers for the upcoming campaign. What is it? We'll dive into it next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game begins. What's up, D? What's happening, man? How you doing? No, I'm well. I'm well. Yourself? I'm good, man. No complaints. No complaints at all. As we get closer to September, except for that part, I will complain about that. Uh, for sure. But uh, uh, we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On 76 is free and available wherever you do get your podcast, uh, all platforms right here, Locked On, uh, on YouTube. And I'm Devon Givens, 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia. Keith Pompey, that's my guy right there. So we got a lot to talk about from the ceiling for this basketball team as we get closer to the start of training camp. Also, Doc Rivers expectations are they realistic are they realistic expectations for doc rivers for this upcoming season we'll dive into that and also a uh, free agent that we weren't sure was going to be able to play basketball this year things may have improved for him where he might be able to play basketball this season Montrez harrell will talk about uh, what the Sixers should do if any as far as interest with the uh, backup big man We'll dive into it all, but first, Keith, we do need to start with the real the the uh, ceiling for this basketball team and and what is it? So as I look at things with them, uh, the ceiling I think is that right now as it stands, the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I think that's what the ceiling is with the opportunity of getting to the NBA Finals, of course. But I just reserved the right a little bit just because of the minor questions that we might have with this basketball team from the uh, James Harden aspect of it, where he fits in with the offense. Do we get a better showing? He still had decent numbers a year ago. You talked about him having, you know, the most pressure on him this upcoming year. Joel Embiid, can he can, can he sustain and play at this all-NBA level for another yet another year? Can Tyrese Maxey take that leap? And are they, when we talk about the depth, is it real? So for me right now, I say 
the ceiling at this moment is the Eastern Conference Finals. They are that good. I think they're a top three team, and they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals facing one of those two teams in Boston and Milwaukee. Obviously, we want to see if they can get to the NBA Finals, but for right now, it starts there for me. How about you? Um, I, I don't think that they'll get to the Eastern Conference Finals right now. Um, I, when I look at Boston, I look at Milwaukee, to me, they are um, – and then Brooklyn. I mean, they are right now, and there are three teams that are better than the Sixers. I mean, I, I think that unless, you know, some things change, I think that there are going to be a lot of uh, disappointed fans again this season. I, I, I look at them as a second-round team. Now, again, we're, we're basing everything off of uh, – you're just looking at roster, uh, re, um, the way rosters are currently constructed, um, it could change. Um, people could get injured. Uh, James Harden could find a, the fountain of youth, so to speak. But when I'm looking at this Sixers team right now, you know, unfortunately for, for people, I, I see another second round exit. I, I don't see anyone who is better than um, uh, 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 Jalen Brown and, 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 um, Jason Tatum, you know, I, I I don't see anyone on the 76ers team who can stop the Greek freak. Greek freak. I look at Chris Middleton. Um, and when I see the Brooklyn Nets, I think the thing that holds them back is is probably chemistry or guys, uh, you know, it, the, the unknown If guys uh, get get uh, get upset and get frustrated and start saying they went out there again. You know, right now they have an all star squad and and their big three. And Ben Simmons, Kevin Tatum, and, and Kyrie Irving. I just don't see the Sixers being better than any of those three teams. So I would have to say second round exit. Okay, and look, and it's fair. Again, they've left themselves to these questions. So uh, absolutely, and and I don't think it, I don't think there's a wrong answer. Of course, until we find out actually where they are, what they do, and how they how they go about it. So now nah, I, I look at it and I say that that is fair. But guess what? That's not good enough uh, for for them to have a second round exit right now. Yet again, just simply not good enough for this basketball team, the way they've been put together. And it, and I think it's fair to say that, too. It has look five years playoffs, uh, four second round exits, the one in the bubble, which was a first round exit, not a complete team because Ben Simmons was out. Um, it, it all factors in. And, and right now with this basketball team, a second round exit is uh, unacceptable. For, for the squad it doesn't matter how good the other the other teams are it's about what they are what they could be and uh, another second round exit will be very very disappointing for this basketball team so uh look we'll, we'll see what the other people have to say to us on, on the comment section uh, everywhere that you you all comment but second round from i mean eastern conference for me second round for keith what do you guys think next up we got to talk about doc rivers though uh he's going to be the one that's uh, heading the charge here for this team yet again for the third year and what expectations are there for him and how realistic are they for the Sixers head coach we'll dive into that next Doc Rivers next right here locked on 76ers before we get into that let's talk about bet online bet online is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports information this season Find all the latest football league developments, game matchup, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week game. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and score. The fastest and easiest way to check in on your favorite sports and events 
including MLB, ML, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions, right? Bet online where the game starts. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Absolutely. Make sure you do it today and welcome back. And The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, thank you all for making Locked On 76 is your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, last uh, podcast episode that we had, we discussed the Doc Rivers angle of it. You chose James Harden. I chose Doc Rivers as far as the pressure. And, and I think having a lot of that, most of that on the season for him. And I wanted to, we wanted to expound on that a little bit more just because of we've talked Harden so much during this offseason. And, and, and look at Doc Rivers a little bit here. As we approach September, we're getting ready for the start of camp, media day, training camp, and, and all at the end of the month. But um, what, are the, uh, what are the realistic expectations for Doc Rivers? Year three, as we said, supposed to come in and get this team past what Brett Brown did, hasn't yet done that, has been a number one seed, knocked off in the second round against the Atlanta Hawks. So going into year number three, Keith, what, what do you say the realistic expectations are for him? And are they fair? Not only from you, but also what you hear from, from the fan base too. I mean, you know, it, it, it's weird because like I told you, I, I feel like that these three teams are better than the 76ers. But I also feel like the expectation for Doc Rivers is to get the Sixers out of the second round. So when you look at it, it's kind of like, whoa, he got a tough job right now. A lot has to happen. I mean, you know, regardless, you know, in the past, I always felt like that Sixers team two years ago wasn't as good as their number one seed, right? And we saw how that ended with Ben Simmons. I felt like last year, Doc Rivers had to go through a lot of difficulties with dealing with the Ben Simmons, not wanting to play. Then you get in James Harden. Harden wasn't the player that everybody thought he was going to be. But now I feel like it's one of those things where, you know what, you they made some adjustments. Even though your team isn't as good as the other ones, you're still going to be looked upon of if you don't get them out the second round, dude, you got to go. You know what I mean? So I feel like, yes, while people are saying, look, this is one of the greatest coaches record-wise in the history of the NBA. He won an NBA championship. He needs to get this team out the second. And I think it's tougher than what people think. You know, I think is is when you look at it, unfortunately, you have Joel Embiid, you have James Harden, two big-name players. They're going to play 34 games on national TV. So it's a team that everybody wants to see. So when you look at that, the expectations for that, you say they are realistic. But if you're going to be real with yourself, this team isn't as good as the other ones. So I would have to say they're a little bit unrealistic right now based on the 
the current roster that they have? Um, I'll go back to what I said in the last episode where, you know, this pressure is on them. So whether whether we feel like the team is good enough and all, it's his job to get them to that next level, to pull that extra thing out of them, especially when you have two all-star players on your squad and James Harden and Joel Embiid. One is an MVP candidate. And I understand that you have a, a budding star, but not at that level just yet in Tyrese Maxey. You have a good squad overall. So I think the expectations are fair for Doc Rivers coming into year number three, just simply because this is what you were hired for. This is what you were paid the big bucks for to come in and get this team to that level, Keith. And and he he certainly has to do so. Or as you mentioned, there might be there's going to be a lot of conversation about his job security at the end of the, at the end of the season. As you said, if you don't think they're ready to beat the Milwaukee Bucks or the Boston Celtics, I don't know if he survives if they get knocked out in the second round. So if you look at a let's say they finish in the top three in the East in the standings and they are the third seed and they face either one of those two teams in the second round. Even if you get to a seven game series, I mean, a seventh game against them on the road and take them to the wire and lose. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, that's three years in a row, again, that you're knocked out in the second round. And then we start to check off each team in the Eastern Conference that they've lost to from Atlanta, Boston in the past, Toronto, Miami, and let's just say it's Milwaukee this time around. We're now putting together the, the you know, the top teams in the, in the East that they've fallen to in, in, in the playoffs. And that just cannot happen again. So I, I think that the expectations are, are warranted for Doc Rivers. They are real. He knows it. He knows that they're real. And, and now he has a good team uh, that we think at least has enough depth where he can make some changes with the team on the fly of where they could potentially, uh, what what lineup changes that he can make putting together if he can feel like he can go nine to 10 deep with this group. So I think they're real. I think they're warranted. And uh, he's definitely on, on watch this season, not only from the Sixers front office, most likely, but also from the fan base in general. So that's, that's where I stand, man. And uh, with that, and we continue to talk about, as I just said, nine, 10 deep, that tenth is probably Paul Reed as the backup for Joel Embiid. There was one thing that we talked about that looks like he's signing with the Brooklyn Nets. We'll tell you who that is on the other side, and yet another who has would have likely been snatched up off of the free agent list a little sooner if it weren't for some legal issues. We'll talk about Montrez Harrell next. The latest on him, according to reports, and why the Sixers should at least do their homework on Montrez Harrell next right here locked on 76ers the NBA playoffs are right around the corner and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every Monday Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on NBA every Monday to be up to date locked on NBA Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. That's Keith Pompey. I'm Devon Givens. So Montrez Harrell, one of the better free agent big men this offseason, 
And we finally got a little bit of an update on his status this season, or at least for right now, where things may have changed. Uh, earlier uh, in the summer, he was picked up for uh, marijuana issues, uh, trafficking, if you will, driving with marijuana in his car. And I think a lot of teams just simply decided to stay away until the they had a, a clearer answer, a clearer picture on what the status was of him for this upcoming season. So uh, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, Keith, Montrezl Harrell had felony charges of marijuana trafficking reduced to a misdemeanor uh, in court today. And uh, charges will be expunged from his record after 12 months if he gets into no further legal trouble. He continues the change in Harold's legal status should start to clarify where he lands in free agency for this upcoming season. Keith, I didn't know if he was going to play basketball this season because of that. Or if we remember, I don't remember the number, but I just remember saying, dang, that much <laughs> when it came to the marijuana that he was uh, allegedly uh, picked up with that, um, man, you know, I, I just thought that it was going to be really tough for a team to take a chance on him. But now that it is dropped down to a misdemeanor and is no longer a felony, there are going to be a lot of teams that I think are going to look past it and uh, look after and see if they can maybe acquire him to their roster because he is a good big man in this league, and especially in a backup role. I think the 76ers should do their homework, but I'm not saying they should go out there and sign him, even though I think they need to add a, a veteran big man to this roster we talked about marquise mars marquise mars looks like he's going to the brooklyn Nets, so he's off the table now montrez harrell arguably the best big man out there as far as the uh, reserves go backup big men i think they should do their homework i'm not necessarily saying they should go and sign them though yeah it's the funny thing about montrez harrell is like a lot of people are like well you know what's his you know i mean you know, what's his background? Like, we know he played for the Clippers and we know he played for the Lakers, but a lot of people don't realize he got his start with the uh, um, the Houston Rockets. Like, he was drafted by the Rockets with the 32nd overall pick in the 2015 draft. The Rockets then traded him on June 28, 2017, um, you know, with Patrick Becker, um, excuse me, Patrick Beverly, Sam Deckard, um, a couple other guys, right? Even Lou Will, right? Um, to uh, to to the Clippers, right? For Chris Paul, so he was a part of that one. So there is some familiarity with him, yeah. and you know, so they they know him. You know, the the thing is, it's just how is he going to fit? You know, and 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 how is he going to enjoy his role? Now we know that him and Joel got into it a little bit last season during one game. But you know what? You throw that stuff out the window. Absolutely. Like, you know, I mean that's just, you know, banter during the game, guys getting into it and stuff like that. Um, but to me is you gotta understand like A, is he gonna be willing to take um the minimum? Um yeah and, 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 and B like do you think he's that guy that's gonna help you get out of the second round? To help you is is he a piece that can help you beat Milwaukee, beat uh, 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 Brooklyn, and and beat Boston? So the, if I'm the Sixers, I think you got to think long and hard about that. But you also like the the interesting thing is that he was already a part of that locker room with James Harden, 
right? He was he was already a part of the locker room with Tobias Harris. Now the thing is, and, how and was PJ Tucker right? Was PJ Tucker there? I'm not, I'm not sure if PJ was there oh, in 2000. Toronto, yeah. 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 But but the thing is the uh, the, the thing is is like you just got to do a nice hard look and see it. I mean because let's face it, if, if he would replace a guy like uh, Paul Reed, so you got to think: Are you interested in continuing to grow Paul Reed, or are you interested in going with the quick hit now and taking Montrez Harrell's fit? Well, they they are certainly in win now mode, so it, it would seem that. That would be that type of move. Not nothing against Paul Reed. It's just simply when we talk about where they are right now, they are certainly in win now mode. Mm-hmm. And is Paul and is he willing? Like I don't know what the because when you have like this type of you got in trouble, there may be some teams that's going to throw money at you. But I don't know, you know, what the rate is for him. You know, because of that. Like if if it wasn't that incident, I would say, well, yeah, we'll probably get signed and and paid by someone. But to me, is one of those things you just want to know, you know, what the rate is. But he would booster their bench big time. Oh, he he would. And here's the thing too. I don't know how much leverage he and his agent would have. I I and I, I don't disagree with you that there may be another team that would throw some money at him. But I also feel like when teams look at him and they maybe do some more background on him, they may all just look at it and say, look, right now you don't have much of a choice but to take this minimum and hit the free agent market next year to show us that you are this this guy that's no longer, is, you know, it's not going to get yourself in any more uh, problematic situations where, where the legal stuff comes into play. So he might be in for a rude awakening here where he might only get the league minimum for this upcoming season because it is so late and because – he is desperate to play. If he is, what's his motivation? Is it the money or is it the situation in winning? And 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 that's that's where it comes in for me. And and that's where I think the Sixers would have to do their due diligence, just like the rest of the NBA, if they would look go to look at him. Now, Clippers, Charlotte this past year, Washington also uh, will I think it might tell us a lot if none of those teams go after him again. Ma- mainly Washington and Charlotte because he just left those situations. If they don't go after him, we don't hear anything about them trying to re-sign him. What does that tell you uh, about him? So Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah. But I also think uh, uh, the, uh, the Charlotte is in a bad spot when you think of Miles Bridges and this and that, and it's kind of like, you know, they, you know what I mean? You, yeah. <laughs> one and dude, so you might want to stay with him. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, uh, they might want to stay away from it. And when I'm talking about money, throwing money at them, I'm not saying like eight mil. I'm just saying maybe five or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I understand. Yeah. That. yeah. yeah. But guess what? He might only get two or one yeah. ever for that veteran league minimum just because everybody's like, look, man, we can't take this chance. We need you to show us that you are committed and dedicated to what we are doing and trying to win. And maybe the Sixers are one of those teams. Maybe his former uh, boss and Daryl Morey and Tad Brown, maybe they take a look and talk uh, and be and, and harden and see how they feel about it. And, and maybe they take a peek. Uh, you do your homework. You absolutely do your homework. That's your job. But you just move cautiously on this one. Uh, and because, again, what is his motivation at the end of the day? You hope it's winning. Uh, Keith, that'll do it for us, man. We'll be back on Friday. We got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers 
your first listen every day. Now, make your second listen Locked On NBA, where Locked On experts are covering the biggest stories around the league every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, where can they find us? Like my man D just said, wherever you can get your podcast, you could go, you know, you get the Locked On NBA, but you can also get the Locked On 76ers podcast. You can subscribe there. Also, if you want to get this uh, YouTube channel, you go to YouTube, you do the Locked On 76ers podcast, log on to that. And then what happens is you see that Liberty Bell. Click on that Liberty Bell and you become one of our newest subscribers, right? But also you can follow my man D on 97.5 FM in Philadelphia, right? You go, um, is uh, you can, he has from six to 10 this week. He's going to be doing his own show. He's all over though, but he's going to do his own show six from to ten, to actually seven to ten tonight. See to me, all over and Thursday and Friday, ten a.m. to two p.m. on the midday show. Okay, so he's going to do that, but make sure you check him out, and then you can also follow him on Twitter at Divine G nine seven five. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. From a day job, I'm on vacay. Until uh, September the twelfth. We're in September, folks. Keith is coming yeah. back. Coming back, yeah. It's like it's like, whoa. Now maybe I need to do something. But anyway, so uh, so I'm on vacay right now. But you could go to Inquire.com and you can read the Inquire coverage of the Sixers and the other sports as well. Absolutely. Well, listen, man. Thanks as always. Always fun talking uh, some basketball with you. Now talk to you on Friday, man. All right, bro. All right, peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.